0: What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, a rare off-season college football. This is the Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player. As always, special thanks to TopNotchOdds.com, one of the best online sports books available. And I always talk about the importance of having more than one to shop at. Guys, start saving money today. Shop around and add TopNotchOdds.com. To your repertoire. When you're signing up, remember promo code Sharp Edge. That's going to get you guys up to a 200 deposit bonus that you can use over and over and over again. Online topnotchodds.com promo code Sharp Edge. All right, so it is Wednesday. We usually do college basketball, but we're going to take a look at the coaching carousel in college football, and I am joined by the Buffs Nation co-host, Jared All. You can catch that show. uh, If you're a CU fan, I know not a whole lot of people out there even know about the CU Buffalo's football team, but hey, if you like it, uh, anywhere you can listen to this podcast, you can find the Buffs Nation pod, Jared All. How are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be on the show here with you today. Yeah, thanks. And we just got done recording... CU just got a new football coach. So we did a whole show on Carl Durrell coming over from Miami. And uh, so while we're talking about new coaches, we're going to go through the coaching carousel and let you guys know what we think of some of the biggest moves this offseason and really what it means in terms of improvement or... or, or I mean, teams that just kind of fell off the radar. So, Jared, we're going to quickly go in kind of list pattern, and I just want your initial reaction for what some of these coaches leaving means, A, for them as a coach, and what it means for the program they're leaving behind. Let's start off with Carl Durrell leaving Miami, uh, the Miami Dolphins as a uh, receiver head coach, coming to the CU football team. What does it mean for CU, the pac is a positive, negative? What do you think about Carl Durrell?
1: you know, it's it's certainly Buffs Nation uh, in Colorado. I think everyone's a little bit underwhelmed with, with the hire. I mean, it's tough. This time of year, it is tough to get yourself a big name head coach. Uh, people really liked the direction Mel Tucker was taking this team, but I think Carl Darrell brings in a lot of experience. He's been at the NFL level a long time, the college level a long time, so he, he has ties back to the Buffs. I think that was important for CU after they really just got burned. Right. Uh, for those who did, don't follow it, didn't pay much attention, Mel Tucker comes on one year with the Buffs. You know, reaffirms his commitment all through the process. I love you guys. I love you. And then all of a you know, in the middle of the night, he, he, he's out the door. And so I think uh, Buffs fans felt very burned by that. So to bring back one of their own, somebody who's been around the program before and was very successful. He was here in the 90s when 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 Colorado had some of their best years. So I, I, I'm excited, probably more so than many fans, but it's kind of a time will tell. I'm not sure how this will be impactful in the Pac-12. I don't know that you look at Dor- uh, at uh, Dorrell and just go, oh, Wow, all of a sudden the Buffs are the cream of the crop in the Pac-12. I think it keeps them about status quo from where they were before. Hopefully, for my sake, middle to upper half uh, of the Pac-12, but probably, let's be honest, a little more realistic, probably middle-bottom half of the Pac-12. All
0: right, let's get on to some other coaches that uh, may be a little bit more prominent across the nation. We'll stay right there in the Pac-12. Mike Leach leaving Washington State for Mississippi State. Uh, Joe Moorhead out at Mississippi State. And Nick Rolovich in, it at uh, uh, Washington State. I think mean, this is a huge downgrade for the Cougars. This is bad for the Pac-12. And you know what? In my opinion, Mississippi State's getting a really good, really underrated head coach. Uh, as far as for Washington State, I think they gave a lot of raises out to that man over the years to yeah. keep him around, <laughs> yeah.
1: and I think justifiably so, because you are right. This is a program that historically has been a bottom And they're going to go right back And they there. will go right yeah. back there. I think you could just immediately put them back in the bottom of the, uh, the Pac-12. As far as Mike going into the SEC personally as a fan i have for years been talking to people like could his offense work
0: oh i think he could and, and, i'm so excited to and i think you saw it.
1: some of that at lsu last year with uh, joe brady as the passing game coordinator and 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 what he brought there and so i i i just wonder can he Mike Leach specifically has never been known to have physical teams. They're right. usually more on the finesse side, and so I think that if anywhere, that is
0: where he could struggle. And, and I'll be honest, I think he will do well. But maybe but the maybe the recruiting is going to help that because that was a, a knock on Gus Malzahn as he was very finesse. But just by being in SEC country, Auburn has now kind of turned into the power team. So maybe he's going to change. And I think a, l- a lot of the things too is we we are in Pac-12 country. We see a lot of, of Washington State. And Mike Leach. Yes, he runs the ball more than people want. You, get you are right. Ball. You're right. He utilizes running backs even not maybe as runners they he uses them out of the backfield
1: a lot but my, my thoughts with with Mike Leach if you look uh, take a snapshot of the next five years I think what you're going to see is a pretty successful head coach a guy that has winning seasons uh, I, I'd say you're probably an 8 to 10 win coach but guess what that doesn't cut it in the SEC, and I think right. he's going to end up getting fired for doing what he's been doing. You look at his track record at Washington State, at Texas Tech, for the most part, he's an 8-10 to 10 win coach, and unless you are competing with Alabama, now LSU, Georgia, it, it seems like SEC uh, athletic directors can't get it through their head that you're not always going to compete with the best team in the country. So you're calling for a firing in the next couple of I, years. I do. I think he lasts for a few years, and, and then he probably flames out there.
0: You're terminated. Asta la vista, baby. <laughs> you know what that is? Of course, that's, dude. Uh, that's the Apprentice, the new. Uh, <laughs> that's the new. You know, I Donald, thought you meant like
1: the actual original quote. I'm like uh, Tyler, no, 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 you, no, 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 no.
0: That's uh, you know Donald Trump used to be on The Apprentice. Now it's uh, Schwarzenegger, Arnold, and that's what he says when he fires people. You're terminated. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Asta la vista baby.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's an interesting direction to go with that show after Oh yeah, Trump. from Donnie. It's a completely
0: different direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you got a different audience listening <laughs> to that one. Alright, uh, let's move on. Uh, Baylor, they lose Matt Rule to the Carolina Panthers. They bring in Dave Aranda. I think Baylor's going to be in a very similar spot to Washington State. Unfortunately, they're going to go down a couple notches. I
1: really, really like Matt Rule as a coach. What he did there, taking a Baylor team in absolute disarray after all the Art Brile stuff. I think it was a one-win pro Program at some point there and he took it over and what he did in such a short time frame i i look for him with the carolina panthers to have a ton of success he snagged joe brady the offensive uh, coordinator now for carolina panthers there's so there's an oc i i, I, I name think, of brady i think he's gonna do very well there but i also think baylor man that's a tough area to be successful you, you've seen them over the years they have their ups and their downs but i, I don't think they've really in our lifetime at least competed at the the top consistently. I mean, you're in Texas. You got you know Texas and A&M and Texas Tech and all these other programs stealing Texas talent It is really hard to recruit and compete at the top level. I I, I see that as a team that's that's probably a below 500 team in the next uh, few years. All right, this
0: next team, not a very big team in in terms of the national radar, but the coach certainly is. Uh, San Diego State, Rocky Long, their old head coach. Not a lot of people know about him. He was one of the more underrated head coaches in the uh, uh, non Power Five conferences. But Brady Hoke on San Diego State. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I, I actually didn't even know that. So what do you think about Brady Hoke getting a revival in uh, in San Diego? Um, San Diego. Uh, Whale's you, vagina is what that means. Yeah, that's about my thought process <laughs> right now. Uh, you know,
1: I, I I don't have a whole lot of words for that. I've never been uh, a Brady right. Hoke guy. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I don't know. He, he had that. That. that rising star, you right, know, behind right. him for so long, and then he just dropped off the map. Where has he even been the last few years? I have no years? idea. Like, has he even been coaching? Was, I think he was working at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. that's probably about <laughs> right. Yeah, that's I don't get that at all, because San Diego State, that is a team that is for the, no, the no, no, level... no, they're better.
0: They're better than most teams in the group of
1: yes, five. Yes, I yeah. mean, they're one of the better consistently of the group of five teams, so I I think you took a, a shot on a name and not necessarily on the
0: record and the, the history of the guy. That could have been what happened at this next school, FAU hiring Willie Taggart because Lane Kiffin left for Old Miss. Willie Taggart has not worked anywhere he's been. I think he is a bust as a head coach. I think FAU went for the name here. I, I actually like
1: this hire a lot more than you do. Um yeah. that's that's where he, he you know, he, I, I want to say it was FIU that he started at Florida International. No, sure. Anyway, he had some success recruiting in Florida at a program. That's when he got the, the the job in Oregon and then bounced back to Florida State. And Florida State was a disaster. Yeah. If you read into that or looked into that program at all, that was he. no court coach would have gone there and have been successful. Why do you think Jimbo Fisher jumped out? I mean, you think, I mean, yeah, money talks in a and but do you think he's in a better spot there than Florida State? You pretty much you're competing right. against Clemson to get to the, the playoff every year. So I, I absolutely think there's a lot going on there i think willie tiger's a halfway decent coach you see what oregon's yeah. doing obviously they've built off of that after he's left you know that's just like uh, your opinion man so i, I actually <laughs> think for the level of play that you're getting at Florida Atlantic, I, I right. think that's a decent hire. And what about Lane Kiffin going to Old Miss? I'm a Lane guy. Man. Lane, <laughs> lane is <laughs> actually a year ago when, when the, the Buffs hired Mel Tucker, that was the guy I was pounding the table for. Get me Lane Kiffin oh, in here. So I uh, I, I want to see how does the Lane Train do in uh, the SEC? A lot of new coaches uh, in the SEC. You know, he's, uh, he has uh, all the way back, to what, probably eight, eight or ten years ago now back to his stint at, at Tennessee. Right, right. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that he's that great of a coach I just love him I just love Lane Kiffin and I cannot wait to see him and I mean already in the press conferences have you seen what he looks (laughs) like man if that dude doesn't scream Mississippi (laughs) at this point
0: in time I don't know what does (laughs) all right let's get back to Florida State obviously Willie Taggart we mentioned him gone Mike Norvell coming in uh, what do you think about Mike Norvell? I don't love
1: it. I'm mm. not a big uh, proponent of bringing in guys that coach in the in the group of five that were successful. It's just it's a whole different animal. Yeah, jumping from was it Memphis that he was at before, and and now going to Florida State. I mean, it, not not to mention uh, recruiting out of Memphis, Tennessee, is a whole lot different than, oh, yeah, than in, in the heart of Florida and and all that's going on there. So I don't see that going well. I think that this is a program in Florida State that uh, get ready for some dark years I think I think this program is gonna have to hit rock bottom before it gets turned around
0: two more schools here with new head coaches Jimmy Lake replacing uh, Chris Peterson at Washington I think that's I mean Chris Peterson was one of the best coaches in the country they have nowhere to go but down. Uh, you know, I actually like Jimmy Lake. Obviously, you're right. I'm The mean, Ricky
1: Lake show. Yeah, that's right. Maybe, maybe he gets himself a talk show out of this. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but obviously, Chris Peterson is one of my top three or four coaches that I, I was shocked when he left, and I almost kind of wondered if something more was going to come out behind the scenes of what was going on. But seems like a guy that just burned out, and so I, I, I see this... Um, being successful, and I want to be careful in how I present this, but along the lines of, of uh, uh, Ryan Day, uh, 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 Lincoln Riley, you know, b- you handpick that guy, you see him as your successor. I think he, he takes on what was successful with his team. I don't think you see a whole lot of change, so I do think, especially competing in, in a very weak Pac-12, I think Washington still hangs around the top, although probably not competing on a national level at the top.
0: And last but not least, Greg Schiano hadn't Back to Rutgers. I actually love that. I the actually guy think who
1: Greg Greg was a great coach. When he was at anywhere he's been in college football, he's been great. Now, the dude did some questionable off-field things. He's had some, <laughs> some old situations there that we don't need to get into here. But come on. Go back home. How? Okay. Let me put it to you this way, Tyler. Can Rutgers get any worse? I mean, it has All to right, go up from here, It's been a right? bleak
0: couple years <laughs> for Rutgers, so... I appreciate you coming on the show today, man. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me. It's been yeah, fun. A, little,
0: a little coaching carousel talk. So there you go. That's about all the college football you're going to get for the next couple months. We'll be right back to college basketball next Wednesday. So y'all stay classy out there. Good luck tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.